Hey, good morning, gasaholics. I'm Hot Rod Bob, and you've got gas, a morning edition, on a Thursday. And it's a, a Thursday. I'm not going to the races. Irwindale Drag Strip is taking a hiatus during the holiday season. It won't be back until January. So I'm home. I get to do my thing the way I want to. And one of those things I'm going to do is I'm going to buy another car. Imagine that. Well, let's think about that for a second. I've been a rotter all my life, whether it was tabletop rotting with slot cars and model cars, to the real thing. I built a number of cars that have gotten some na national prominence in books and magazines and calendars and other such things. And you know what? I'm really proud of my accomplishments in that respect. I'm a car guy. And being a car guy, you have certain priorities and bucket list items. I hate the word bucket list. I, it, it just sounds like I've thrown everything in this little bucket and eventually I'll pull it out, and if I don't pull them all out, I'm not done. Well, first off, I'm never going to be done. Even when I'm done, I'm not done. But what I did was list things or think about things. I don't have a formal list of places I want to go. Hi, Jay Black, and you're part of this topic today. And things I want to see and do. And I've done quite a lot. I'm not done yet. And I don't plan on being done for quite some time, doing everything I can to avoid that. But one of the things I wanted to go is that I do is I wanted to go to Daytona. I did. I went to the races at Daytona. I drove on the beach in Daytona, where history was made before the super speedway, and racing was done right there on the sand. I drove that very sand. It's open to the public. You can do that, you know. And I did. I went to Riverside Raceway. I raced at Riverside Raceway. I took the driving course from Bob Bondurant School when it was at Riverside Raceway. I learned how to drive a little bit better than I did. And I think I did better. Who knows? I did compete in competition with my cars. Both show competition and racing or autocrossing or speed competition. Both on the drags and on closed courses. And I excelled. I won. Do I have to continue doing it? If I want to. But really, I haven't competed or raced a full-size car in probably close to 20 years. Now, I did try go-karts for a while, too. I had fun. Not very successful, but I had fun. I enjoyed it. I've raced slot cars, as many of you know, and I've had fun. And I've been successful. And I enjoy it. I enjoy the camaraderie. I enjoy the people. But there's other things. There's shows that I wanted to go see. The Oakland Roadster Show. The famous Oakland Roadster Show. I drove up there and I went to that show once. The R.G. Canning Shows. That was the big shows here in Southern California. I went to those on a regular basis. And someday I wanted to show a car there. I did. And I won. I won the sweepstakes in the import division. Yes, import division, guys. I know a lot of you know me from my American Hot Rods and American Cards, but I'm multilingual when it comes to cars. I've had imports. I've had domestic. Uh, I've got one import in my garage right now, and I've got a lot of domestic stuff at this point. But at one point in time, it was dominated by imports. I've worked for import companies. I always wanted to work for a manufacturer. Well, I did. The first one was BMW. I was a regional customer relations rep and then a regional customer relations manager. Hi, Bruce Rothberg. How are you doing this morning? Now, I went from BMW, and I excelled at BMW. I became a regional manager for them, to Nissan. 
and I was at Nissan for eight years and became a national manager there, or a manager. I don't know if they called me a national manager, but I was a manager at the national headquarters. I left Nissan and went to Isuzu. Made some good friends at Nissan, and they helped me go into Isuzu. Now, Isuzu was owned by General Motors, and I was transferred to the General Motors side of the truck division, and I became the marketing manager for the vocational marketing aspect that was trade shows and product ability. I went out and did product training all over the U.S. and Northern and Canada, for that matter. So I did that. Those are things I wanted to do, and I did that. Now, why did I want to do that? Well, I'm a car nut, for one thing. And when I was a kid, I lived across the street from the General Motors plant in Van Nuys, California. And people say, across the street, well, it's just businesses. Well, when I lived there, there were houses, and I lived in one. And General Motors was having their 50th anniversary celebration at the factory, and I got the tour. I was hooked, definitely hooked. I was 10 or 11 years old at the time, but I was hooked, and I knew that was the direction I wanted to be in. Now, the other thing I wanted to do, and this is because of Steve Evans and Dave McClellan, is I wanted to be an announcer. I wanted to be the guy you listen to. And here I am, and I have been doing that. Now, I kind of backed into that. In my early days of autocrossing, I went up to timing and scoring to find out what my times were. The guy on the, on the podium said, I got to run my car, handed me a microphone. Well, for those of you that know me, I don't shut up. I don't just read times. I'm not very quiet, and I like to talk. And usually it's about relevant things going on, and I did. I talked about the cars that were going on course. I talked about the drivers. A gentleman named Bruce, I uh, uh, can't remember his last name for some reason right now, mental blank, another problem of being old, came up to the tower and or to the area where I was working and said, how'd you like to get paid to do this? Wow. Paid to announce? Hmm, that'd be cool. Oh, by the way, that's what my degree's in. I just never pursued it at the time. I said, sure. Well, he took me to a place uh, that's no longer around, Indian Dunes, and we listened to an announcer there. He said, do you hear him? I said, yeah. He says, I don't want what I hear from him. Hi, Scott Keogh, how are you doing? I want what you do. I said, okay. That was easy enough. And I started doing motocross. We then did bicycle motocross for the kids. And that was a kick. Kids are so much fun. And then we did USAC stockers. We brought dirt track racing to Lancaster, California at the fairgrounds. And I did that. I ended up in a book about uh, tracks in America. And they listed me as the announcer. That also helped me when I went to work in automotive advertising and was working for Stock Car Magazine. Another thing I wanted to do was work for a magazine. And I met Dick Bergren. Dick was the editor of the magazine and a racer. He ended up being a broadcaster doing NASCAR races. Haven't seen Dick in a few years, but we've said hello every once in a while. So I did that. Sports Car Magazine, Stock Car Magazine, Stock Super Stock Magazine, and a host of others out of New York. Hi, Bob Moravis. How you doing this morning? And thanks, Bob. Then I was working for a newspaper. I wanted to write. Now, I was told in college I didn't have the skill to write, but I still wanted to. And I knew I could. I knew I could get the word out in a way that people would like to hear. A conversation, much like I speak. And, hey, 
the local newspaper in Palmdale said, why don't you write an automotive column for us? So I did. That got me into Los Angeles County Raceway, which was AV Raceway at the time. They were reopening. And they said, cover the opening. That might be a good story. I said, okay, drag strip. I haven't formally drag raced. I, I had, I'd, I'd run down at Orange County Raceway on street racer night and was involved in some of the illicit street racing of the time back in the 60s. But drag racing, well, that was okay. I read about it, and it was interesting at all, but I wanted to turn right and left, so I wasn't all that interested in drag racing at the time. Well, I went to the front gate, told them who I was. They said, oh, go talk to the track manager. He'd like to talk to you. He can give you the information about the track. I said, okay, that works. I went up in the tower, and he goes, aren't you the guy that announces the stock cars at uh, the fairgrounds? I go, well, yeah. He handed me the mic. He said, here. 20 years later, I left Los Angeles County Raceway. I worked for Tim Rigby Sr. and Bernie Longjohn. Wonderful years. Both tracks, or both management. I learned so much. I've met so many people and become friends, lifetime friends, with many, many racers. And occasionally here on Facebook or other places, we run into each other and we chat. And I, I can't tell you the good feeling I have from that. Now, through that, I've also met a number of history makers. Bob Moravis, who's watching us right now, sometimes known as Floyd Lippincott Jr. when he's behind the wheel of a top fuel car or the famed freight train dragster and others. The Pulsator, I believe, was also the car you drove, Bob. I've met Ed the Ace McCullough, Don Perdon, TV Tommy Ivo, and... Ed Iskandarian. Ed knows me on a first-name basis, and he ground the cam for my Plymouth when I was building it 36 years ago. And he remembers it. I had to meet him. That was one of the stipulations. The race director, Vince Jamura, said, okay, we'll grind the cam for you, but you've got to come to the office and pick it up. Okay. I didn't think anything of it, and that's when he introduced me to Ed. Ed's known me and remembered me ever since. He doesn't necessarily remember my last name, but he remembers my first name, and he remembers what I do. And so it's, it's fun. Now, the other thing I wanted to go see was the meccas of racing, of hot rodding, and that was Bonneville and El Mirage. Now, I went to Bonneville twice, as a matter of fact, and man, that is an amazing place. We went with Jeff Stilwell, and then we went without him, and... He was missed. Well, this year he finally came back into the country. He's from Great Britain and ran at El Mirage, another mecca of hot rodding. I went to that mecca. I took the coop up there. Boy, did it get dirty. But you know what? That is history. The words, the sand, if the ground could speak, it would talk about the days of Vic Edelbrock Sr., Wyand, Eski, Everyone that has raced there set a record. The place is amazing. Will I go back again? I will be there when Jeff Stilwell comes back again to run, and he's going to go for a record. He ran 170-something miles an hour during his rookie test. Now, rookie test, it's kind of a strange situation because he already holds the world record at Bonneville. So he's not an inexperienced driver, but that was on salt. 
coming to El Mirage on dirt, it's a whole different story. And he had to go through his rookie tests. And he did pass them with flying colors. So uh, he's now not a rookie anymore and can run out the back door. The goal is going to be over 200 miles an hour. Now there's a big difference between Bonneville and El Mirage. First off, the salt and sand, the dirt, whatever you have. Whatever you have. Hi, Neil Banks. How are you doing this morning? But the difference is it's a 1.3-mile course versus a 5- or 7-mile course at Bonneville. So getting up to speed, you have to do it more rapidly. And the silt or the dirt is a lot trickier to drive on than the salt, especially with the skinnier, narrow tires that you run for land speed record runs. So Jeff's goal is to get that red hat and go over 200 miles an hour, set a record at El Mirage, and he will go back next year. I love cars. I've had a number of cars, more than I can count and more than I want to admit to. And I will always have cars. I will always have another car. There will always be another one in my mind to get. I may not keep it very long. And then again, I may. My coupe I've had for 36 years. But the desire, the dreams, it's not a bucket list. It's a lifestyle. I'm Hunt Rod Bob. And you've got gas in morning edition. The journey is a great one, and I've enjoyed it every step of the way. Gas is a great American auto scene brought to you by Service Tech Equipment. Get the equipment you need for the garage you've got. Whether it's a commercial shop or a home shop, Service Tech can help you out. I've got their stuff in my garage, and you should too. Valley Head Service. They built a couple of motors for me and the cylinder head on a vehicle I'm helping get running at the Murphy Auto Museum in Oxnard. Check it out. I'm Hot Rod Bob. And you've got gas, the morning edition. Hope you have a great day. And what's your next car project or car dream? I got a lot still to come. You have a great day.